Bishop Nicholas, it's the conclusion of the 2023 Holy Land coordination here in Amman, Jordan. Tell us about the past week. Well, Liam, it's been one of the biggest coordinations I've known. I've been on about five of them. I was counting at our final meeting this evening. I think we were 35 people sitting in the large circle with bishops representing about 11 different countries. And it's been a fantastic week. It began with going to the ordination of two young priests. Uh, It was really heartwarming to arrive into such a festival atmosphere and see a beautiful church. And then the next day saw us go down to the River Jordan, to the newly developed baptismal site, the very place of the baptism of our Lord. And there was an almost festival atmosphere with the church completely full and the same number of people outside. They reckoned there was something like 6,500, 7,000 people there. And there was this atmosphere that we recognise as well from our own experience in England and Wales, where people are so happy to be able to come together for that sort of celebration when COVID prevented them doing it for so long. Next day, we had just as touching an experience, uh, but completely different, when we spent the morning with Iraqi refugees. And I'll say a little bit more about that later on, but that was deeply touching. And then we went out to different parishes, went out to about seven different parishes. So a couple of bishops and a few priests and some of the lay members of the coordination go out to different parishes. And I went about 100 kilometres north of Amman, where we've been based to go and um, celebrate Mass in the parish of Ajlun, and deeply touching it was. The contrast between the 6,500, 7,000 of the day before and the 40 or so people who were in Ajlun was deeply touching, just as precious in their smallness, and I could see how much it meant to them when I said, We'd come, we've come to let you know that you're not forgotten and that because we all belong to the one body of Christ and we will always hold you in our hearts. The next day, the whole coordination went somewhere completely different, uh, sort of third way down the country to a place called Madabar. And there we had a really excellent and informative presentation from Caritas, where they were telling us everything that they've been doing for, for refugees. And then we went into an actual school and we had addresses from different members of the school telling us everything that they've been doing to welcome refugees and also local Jordanian Christian and some Muslims into their school. And then we had one of the most memorable moments from the scriptural topographical aspect of being in Jordan, which was all together to go up Mount Nebo which is, of course, the place where Moses viewed the promised land for the first time. And then, again, something completely different, we came off the mountain to go and meet with young people from the Patriarchate in Jordan. Patriarchate in Jordan has organised a very effective youth leadership scheme, and we were all very impressed by their presentation of their work and their vision of youth formation for children and young people across the country of Jordan. We had an evening with ambassadors the following day, and then just today, our last full day, it was deeply touching to go and meet children with disabilities and the adults looking after them. And then something of an appropriate climax to uh, to the week was for us to be able to sit down with the patriarch, Pierre Battista Pizzaballa, and we were able to have a question and answer session with him about life, not just in Jordan, but across the whole Holy Land. And then our last afternoon, 
some Christian parliamentarians working in parliament in Amman, but one coming up from Madabar, one based in Amman, came to talk about their vision of, of Christian life here in Jordan. What will be the main messages that you as bishops will be bringing home as a coordination? What I take away from this week in Jordan is that um, Jordan is a land of many contrasts. It's a land of welcome. It's a land of joy. We experience that welcome with the welcome extended towards us. Jordanian people have a real gift for welcome. Their welcome to the refugees is deeply touching. And also they have a deep desire to welcome more pilgrims too. It's a land of joy in the sense that whenever you encounter people, you sense the joy in their hearts. There was a real joy about the liturgies we experienced. There's simply a joy of encounter. And also, we found a great deal of joy at the pilgrim sites as well, where they were communicating their joy in all that they've done to develop those places in order they hope to welcome more pilgrims to this part of the Holy Land. But also struck me as well, from quite early on, as a land of sadness too. There is a lot of sadness in the eyes of the people you meet, understandably in the eyes of the refugees, Iraqi refugees who've been here seven, eight years and have been trying time and time again to get a visa to start a life in another part of the world. And a lot of sadness as well in the parishioners I met in uh, the parish that I went to for that mass when they were telling me how many of their contemporaries, this was talking to young adults, I asked them, when you think of those you were at school with here in this town and the young people who were your friends, how many of them have gone away to another country? And the three people said, and they're all in their sort of early to mid-twenties, they said, do you know, it's almost everybody. But they said, we're going to stay. The joy, which always contrasts with the sadness, came out. And they said it with real joy. One said, well, my parents are here. So with a beautiful smile on his face, he said, so, so of course I'll stay. And another said, I'm, I'm trained to be a doctor and I want to be a doctor to the people here in, in Jordan. So I'm staying. And so you get this interplay of joy and sadness all the time. I think as well, one of the key takeaways for me is the fact that Caritas are doing absolutely wonderful work to welcome refugees, but they're feeling um, under-resourced. And they're feeling that there have been so many waves of different refugee needs that they're not getting as much resource as they did. And in the parishes, a dominant theme was how many of the parishioners are really poor. So that there is a lot of poverty here as well. So if I take away an image of welcome, of joy, but also sadness and also one of, uh, of poverty, actually, of Jordan being a place that has been extraordinarily generous in its welcome, but is feeling stretched and um, is beginning to feel uh, a shortage of resources. I would also want to say very forcibly that, again on the positive, that I feel that um, Jordanian people have an instinct for treating their fellow human being with dignity. This came to me forcibly when I was asking the bishop, who is the vicar for this part of the Holy Land, for Jordan, I said to him, why is Jordan so generous towards refugees? And he said, well, it's because we're always generous towards the stranger. And he said it with a, a beautiful smile on his face. And then when I probed a little further, in the light of what we'd heard from Caritas and from in the light of what I'd heard about the poverty already in the indigenous population, 
he said, well, yes, uh, we have real difficulties because there's 25% unemployment. We heard that there's 50% unemployment among young adults, young people in Jordan. And he said, Jordan's very, very short of water. But then he said, and that beautiful smile came back, he said, but somehow we manage. Somehow we manage to welcome all these people. And, you know, what struck me um, as I reflected, as I came away from that conversation, was reflecting on the dignity with which Jordanian people welcome everybody who comes to them and welcome particularly those in need, was how it really contrasts with the lack of dignity that we've seen and which was actually highlighted in the Advent message of local ordinaries for the Holy Land when they were talking about the indignity that comes with the upsurge of violence on the West Bank in recent months, with the growth of illegal settlements, with the fact that there's been the highest Palestinian death toll in 20 years. So the contrast is very, very marked, actually. And as I stand back from all of that, and as I prepare to pack my bags to go back home, something that comes to me very forcibly, really, is that countries with plenty, I don't just mean our country, but the countries that we've represented in this Holy Land coordination, countries with plenty need to try to find ways of sharing some of their plenty with a country like Jordan which is doing everything it can with utmost generosity to welcome those who are in much greater need than they are themselves. And also, let's face it, countries with plenty need to ask themselves, can we not take some of the refugees which Jordan has given shelter to? So I come away deeply impressed by Jordan, deeply impressed by the people of Jordan, deeply impressed by the quality of welcome that we've experienced here and which they they show to others. And the word that I will take away in my heart will be, what dignity.